0: Insane not or. there welcome to episode 201 well 201 that feels and sounds fantastic doesn't it and and uh what is equally fantastic is that the uh, cincinnati bengals our cincinnati bengals are returning to the afc championship game for the second year in a row how about that unbelievable jeff uh, I hope you enjoyed the game on Sunday against the Buffaloes, and uh, uh, enjoyed that stunning performance. Uh, we're going to be obviously we're a bit later this week. I was coming back from London. Uh, thanks so much to everyone who came to the meet up uh, on Sunday night at the Marley Bone Sports Bar and Grill. We had a great time, and obviously the game went well, a bit, uh, a bit, uh, a bit more perfectly than we could have ever imagined. Uh, and a great time was had by all. So thank you very much for coming. Uh, more on Meetup news later in the show, but let's bring in uh, Nathan
1: Palmer. What a win! What a performance! You couldn't have asked for more than that, could you? Uh, going into that game, I really didn't fancy this. I've got. To, I'm going to admit it. I didn't fancy this. I thought it might be a step too far looking around the NFL, if you said to me, where's the one place you don't really want to go, oh, I thought it was probably Buffalo, those conditions, that team fired up after the D- tomorrow Hamlin stuff, you kind of felt like the stars were going to align for the Bills this year, and I just could not believe it, my son, I'm elated by that performance, um, and I can't wait to discuss it with you.
0: Yes, uh, as I say, we're a bit late. I was coming back from uh, London on Monday night, and Nathan was out and about yesterday evening on Tuesday. So we're recording this on Wednesday. So it's a bit of a difficult one. We're in, we're in two camps in this episode. We've got a foot in reazione, and we've got the other foot in previsione. Uh So we're going to talk <laughs> briefly. I haven't done a soundbite for previsione. Maybe we should sing I that.
1: I think I think that's an actually winner right there.
0: Uh, well, I think we ought to sing it uh, together a bit later. Um, but uh, we're going to do a brief reazione. Reazione, reazione, ole 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 reazione. Right, the uh Buffalo's ten, the Cincinnati Bengals twenty-seven. Uh, a fantastic performance, as Nathan said. Uh completely went against the script that was perhaps like many predicted, was written in the in the stars. And let's just say right off the bat, how fantastic it was to see Damar Hamlin in the uh in the building there, waving to fans. Um I mean uh, amazing recovery. We wish, we wish him well, but you know business is business, and you know we had to take care of that business. And bloody hell, goodness me, crash bang! Wall, what a picture! Didn't we just take care of business, Nathan? Unbelievable! What a performance! It was honestly
1: borderline a I
0: mean, it, well, would you, you say? Know, I, well, I, I was think... going to say someone's asked that in the in the. Uh, correspondence which we'll get to later and there is much correspondence so be warned. Um is it a mild throlicking? Could we call it um a mollicking Could we could could yeah, we call I it mean, that a molicking? We could we should be grading <laughs> levels of, of throlock, shouldn't we really? I think it was
1: it wasn't a full on throlock for sure. No. But it it was a pretty you know, it was a serious slap around the face. I mean You know, if we were gonna beat the Bills, (laughs) you look at our performances throughout the season last year, all these games, especially in the playoffs last year, they were all blockbuster finishes, down to the wire, field goals to win it, crazy plays, and I could not believe I was sat there in that fourth quarter, just quite Relax with a well, palm of my that's hands. Really, just sort of like
0: yeah, that that was really interesting. Know, I,
1: just, I just couldn't believe that. I mean, everyone around <laughs> the league—if anyone felt like we sort of like, who do you fancy to win the game? Probably sixty to seventy percent of analysts pull in for the Bills. They're at home. You take that. Two very good football teams. I think Buffalo had won maybe eight in a row. Bengals had won nine in a row. You know, blockbuster game. I know the Bills looked a bit shaky the last couple of weeks, but, you know, all that matters is what you can do on the night against good opposition. And, you know, I don't think anyone out there in their wildest dreams had the Bengals seriously winning that by more than, you know, more than 17 points. I just can't believe that the Bengals turned up and did what they did on the night in those conditions, on the road. I mean, it really was spectacular.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I I, I turned to Martin uh, Matthews, I think, uh, either Martin or Ken Troop at one point, uh, with about 12 minutes to go. And I, I said, we, we're we going to win this, I think. I think we're going to win this. Obviously, there was still time. We, we've seen the Bengals come back in spectacular fashion that fourth quarter. Yeah. But, the Bills just looked. I mean, they couldn't do anything. The defense. That oh. that uh, there was one particular series where Mike Hilton got that uh, um, sack, a fumble, but it was ruled an incomplete pass. Uh, you know, when he blitzed off the outside, he basically took that game over, and the defense took that game over, and they just snuffed everything out. And it's like, wow, they've just stepped up to a new level here or another level, just when you think that defence couldn't get any better, that series, it was like, right, it's time to put this to bed, and they just stepped into another magical realm. Like, they stepped through a wardrobe and they entered, not Narnia, but the whatever the equivalent of a defensive Narnia is, and they absolutely... That's, that was the moment when they throttled them, I thought. That's defensive yeah. series in that I think it was the fourth quarter where they did absolutely throw at them and the Bills just didn't know what to do and then I thought to myself we are going to win this and there was no squeaky bum at the end of the game well you know it might have been because of that veggie hot dog well that's another different type of squeaky bum Um, (laughs) it was it was um, it was non squeak the bums were non squeaky let's put it that way and it's like yeah yeah, we're, we're going to win this. And if that Chase touchdown had stood, we would have beaten them by, you know, add another four points. Yeah, so it would have been, have been 31-10. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Up to, a, to a man on that team, everyone was just fantastic. We've seen throughout the season, right, the offence has flickered and been brilliant and then struggled. And then the defence has stepped up and carried them through and won them games. Yeah. Uh, this was a complete performance through all yeah. four quarters, uh, offense, defense, and special teams. You know, it was so cool to see McPherson and uh, Calladomitis get game balls because, you know, they had great games. Chrisman punted the ball well. Taylor and uh, Travion were pretty safe when it came to, to kick off. Every person yeah. on that team was just tremendous and every side of the ball clicked and uh yeah i can't remember a better all-round performance you know just tremendous
1: yeah especially on the defensive side of the ball and people getting a bit berserk and irate across twitter this week about the bengals players across the board like especially the defense not being in like the all afc team they're all pros and stuff like that and at the end of the day you look at that performance And the Bengals limited the Bills 10 points. They forced one turnover in Buffalo in the biggest game of the season. And you look at that performance, and I've been saying this for weeks, it's just such a team performance. There's no – and this is why probably none of those guys are necessarily, you know, stats-wise, standing out, highlight reels standing out, because they all make plays. They're so good as a team. And when you're just at the start of that game, you score the points, you get a big drive like that, and you think, "Cool, what a start to this game. We've gone into Buffalo, drove down the field. The offense is purring, and the offense has been a bit stop-start recently. We know that. You get the score, brilliant, you're up. You think, cool, oh, if only we get, you know, get the stop now. Straight away, get the ball back. Nothing flashy, just stopped him. Good coverage, bit of pressure on Josh Allen, get the ball back. Go down the field and score again. And you think, cool, oh, hang on a second. If we could just get another stop here, serious momentum up by 14. And that's what they did. They just stopped them. I don't think the Bills had a first down until the second quarter. And again, when you're a defence and you're just stopping people like that, and you're just making quick plays, incomplete passes, getting pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you look across the defensive stats for that game. I think we have one sack. Von Bell got one. Cam Taylor-Britt added an interception towards the end of the game. There's nothing mental in there that's going to be, people are going to be tweeting about, and that someone's got three picks or something crazy happening. happened. To the touch defensive touchdowns or anything like that. It was just such a complete well-scripted game from Lou I mean we could harp on about how good Lou is for an hour on this podcast but with other things to talk about but I just thought that the defence the whole Buffalo's 10 points is just staggering and you know just as a unit I don't think oh, this is potentially a bold statement but I don't think we've ever had such a well-rounded defence we've had uh, various times that I've been a Bengals fan there's been superstars on that defence people like Geno Atkins Carlos Dunlap was sensational in his day you know we have had some very good players on that defence but at the moment, they're not necessarily individually rock stars and you know people that are gonna be on the front cover of Sports Illustrated, but they're just such a bloody good team and well coached, and they just put that to the test again against the Bills. So just just a fantastic defensive performance and offensive side of the ball, son. We've been talking about this for a while, haven't we? That run game got yeah, going. Yeah. What a, what a performance that was. Well All you have them. to you
0: have to pay credit to I mean Jackson Carmen. You know, I think yes. everybody knows our opinion on Jackson Carmen, but fair play to him. He stepped in, oh, had a terrific game. Is this the rehabilitation of Jackson Carmen, both footballing wise and personality wise? We'll see. It's one game, but didn't he play yeah. really well? Max oh, Sharping absolutely. has been tremendously reliable using his experience and slotted right in there, no problem.
1: Cordell Just another great example of the Bengals picking up good talent off the street yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean?
0: Cordell Volson, man, a rookie, is not looking like a rookie at the moment, frankly. No. And Hakeem Adenergy no. has knuckled down in the off-season, waited for his chance when he's seen all these expensive free agents come in, Leo Collins, and now he's playing really well. He's had a couple of three games now and he's played really, really well. So... I mean and then you look at probably look at have to look at the running scheme offensively I thought they did some the game planning was just brilliant I mean the way they oh, were was... moving Chase around the split backfields the you know the way they were moving Mitch Wilcox into the backfields to block and Chase was going in motion lining up in the backfield a la Debo Samuel you know uh, and most of it yep. was just a decoy that touchdown to Hayden Hurst was just a beautiful play design fake the screen to Chase Get it down the sideline to an open, Hayden. I mean, it would, that offensive game plan and, crucially, the execution was... I mean, they they picked a hell of a game to play their best football, didn't they? At least consistently throughout the entire yep. game. And the Bills just didn't know how to live with this. Defensively, you look at... Dax Hill was made, made a crucial PBU in the end zone on Dawson Knox. Uh, as yep. you mentioned, Cam Taylor-Britt, first ever interception. Fair play to him, great to see. Eli Apple, you love him or hate him, but he was he played really well against one of yep. the league's, it, arguably the league's best receiver, Stefan Diggs, and he was mad as hell. And didn't Eli Apple, or hasn't Eli <sighs> Apple, let him know about it? Bloody hell. Um, Hendrickson with the sack. I think he had a sack, didn't he, Trey Hendrickson? He had many pressures. Von Bale certainly with a sack. We mentioned Mike Hilton taking the game over when when they needed it. Joseph Osai was causing problems. He's really
1: come along a lot, Joseph Osai. Very much so, really, yeah. Again, he's not necessarily getting the stats that he probably deserves, but he's getting pressures. He's getting – do you know what I mean? He's in and around the quarterback. He's been very, very useful the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, and then you look at Reader, just wrecking double teams all over the shop. Um, he almost had a sack, actually, I, I seem to remember, when he just pulled pulled the, the guard's pants down, I think. Not literally, but, you know, just really embarrassed him with a cheeky little move, and he was in the backfield. But anyway, BJ Hill, mate, you're like batting passes down. <clears throat> Pratt and Wilson, solid as you like, in the middle. It was just every single person on that team, offence and defence. I mean, Joe Boy, going back to the offence, Joe Boy like slung it around to eight different receivers and then yeah. mentioned Mixon over 100 yards, superb. P, P. Ryan as well. I think he was stopped several times for about two yards and then he just carried on for another three. He did that yeah. several times in the game. They were up for it, man. And that was just a brilliant, brilliant performance. And hats off to the coaches for their game planning. Unbelievable. Again, everybody seemed to bring their A game absolutely at the right time. Do you know what I mean? They picked a hell of a time to play their best game of the season. And I have to say, if they play like that in Kansas City, we'll come to it in a minute, then we've got a great chance. We've got a great chance. And if we play like that in the Super Bowl, then we've also got a great chance. So... That's what I'm yeah, saying. You,
1: you can't underestimate the sheer quality of that win in terms of the opposition. But everyone fancied Buffalo. They're big favourites. A lot of them uh, people had them as big favourites for the Super Bowl. Back at the playoffs last year, you know, the Bengals beat the Raiders at home. That Tennessee game, the way at the number one seed, big win as well. But you look at the Titans, you know, Ryan Tannehill's not quite the same player that you're going up against compared to people like Josh Allen Mahomes. So to go up I think just to go away from home again in the playoffs or on the road against teams like this. Just astonishing, and ten wins in a row. I mean, that is that. I mean, have we ever done that before? I, I, I mean, I'd be hard pushed
0: to say we had no, I mean, that's, we, it's, it's a great achievement. And um, no, it, no. It some bloody good teams as well. Well, do you remember at the well, you start know, the, of the season? We were streak,
1: the Chiefs, the Bills. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, we were saying at the start of the season, the back end of the schedule looks really, really scary. What have we yeah, done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have we done? We've won ten in a row. That's what I mean. You got Tom
1: Brady in there. You got the Steelers yeah. in there. You got the Browns in there. You got the Ravens twice in there. I mean, there's some. There's some... Fantastic wins there. It's not like you're talking up quick wins against, you know, some of like two in there, like the Texans and people like that, and they're back to back. Mm, it's mm. there's some like quality opposition that you faced in there. Most of them have been on the road. You know, we played more road games than, um, you know, than, than the home games significantly this year because the loss of the home game against the Bills, and then you got on the road to the Bills and done that. I mean, that that's the thing for the Bengals. I think like I was really worried going into the playoffs that it just felt like a mammoth task, and it still is a mammoth task. So you still got to beat. Kansas City and Kansas City I know we've done it before but it's a really big ask. they're a very very good team and then you've got to play either the Eagles or the 49ers and beat them as well so there's some serious talent down there you've not got an easy run you've not got a Jacksonville at home in there that would have been quite a delicious matchup I think we all would have preferred that but I don't think the Bengals will be afraid of the Chiefs at all. And that's we'll get on to that in a sec. I know we're moving on there. But I just think because they've done something like that, the belief in the team will be sky high. Back-to-back wins against a divisional opponent that were a gritty, tough, great defence to Ravens. And then you go and put a performance in like that against the Bills. The only thing I would caution against that's potentially a worry, I, I hope it won't be, because I think this team... He's very professional and Zach will do his best this week to drill it into him. Don't get overconfident. Don't, I mean, even with Eli Apple getting all funny on Twitter and, you know, running his mouth and stuff. I know they beat the Chiefs three times in a row. I know they're playing very well. They've won 10 in a row. But you cannot go in there and think, oh, Mahomes has got a bit of a bum ankle, might be might be able to roll him over by 21 or something, give him a throlic in. That's the only thing I think you've got to you got to be you know caution against. You've still got to go out there. You've probably got to play like you said, son, at least as good as you did against the Bills to come out of there with a win. So,
0: well, yes. let, let's talk about this concept of disrespect a little bit because that's uh, that's something, especially since the Bills game. Eli Apple got into trouble for tweeting, uh, well, repeatedly t- shithousing uh, Stefan Tiggs. and some of it was quite amusing. But the Bills fans took. On bridge, uh, when uh, Eli Apple used a heart emoji, which has become synonymous with uh, Damar Hamlin's, um, uh, well, what happened to Damar. Uh, I, I personally don't think there was anything in that. I don't think Eli Apple thought much too much about it, really. I think he was just intent on ripping the piss out of Stefan Diggs. But it seems already that we're losing a lot of goodwill. Last year, we, uh, it, and I'm talking about the wider. NFL community. A lot of people out there will say, so what? I don't care. And, you know, I don't care to a certain extent, but it's interesting. It's been interesting to watch. Um, It seems that uh, a lot of Bengals fans that have large followings, shall we say, are taking extraordinarily sensitive, whether it's referees or the NFL itself, whether it's, um, you know, good morning analysts in the media media who say they you know think the bengals will lose or they're not very good or whatever and you know we we did tweet i did tweet eric Weddle just to remind him what he said but that was you know i always do things in in uh, you know jokingly rather than seriously but it seems to me that the bengals fans a lot of bengals fans are extraordinarily sensitive at the moment and they they're intent on creating this us and them kind of division and i'm not sure personally i like that in fact i know i don't like that um but you know each to their own really they can do what they want obviously it's uh internet is the uh, the you know kind of the wild frontier really but um yeah, you know, it's like when I think it was the, um, I can't remember his name, I do apologise, but the new Good Morning football presenter kind of said that, you know, the way that the Bengals will banish this kind of, you know, narrative of of um, underappreciation or disrespect is the only way they're going to do that is by winning. And she kind of referenced, and she means winning the big one, not you know, just getting to... Just, it's a hell of an achievement, frankly. Getting to the AFC Championship game again, but winning the whole show and getting their rings. Do you know what I mean? She said, she suggested that was the only way to really change a narrative. And uh, I think she uh, mentioned that, because, you know, a lot of the time, the Bengals are seen as the little brother in the AFC North in Ohio. And obviously when, you know, a couple of big dogs... In the game, went absolutely spare at that. Um I actually kind of agree with it, don't you? I don't think that. I think that's a I, fair I, enough uh, assumption. I'm,
1: I'm glad you brought this up tonight because I I couldn't agree more. And I, I, you know, that there's. I think the Bengals Bengals fans had the right to have a real to feel really done over. I know I did about the whole coin toss thing and how that was handled. I think we can all agree that was an injustice and it could have been handled better, but. When it comes to like the All-Pro list, the All-AFC team list, and people in the media, you know, saying they think the Bengals are going to lose, X, Y, and Z. I just think well, the people are going to have opinions. opinion. Someone's got to win and lose. You know what I mean? It just mm. feels like a bit of an overreaction. Even Eric Weddle, you know, he's oh, he's a Ravens player. If Chalo yeah. Chosinko Chad was on there, you know, talk about the Ravens playing in the playoffs, and he said, oh, the Ravens don't have a chance against the Bills with Tyler Huntley. We'd all love it, and it'd all be, you know, fair spirits. I just, I don't know. It, 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 at times, it just feels a little bit you know dramatic and a bit over the top and all you know no one respects us i think the bengals have been getting the really good rub of the green for the last two or three years with joe burrow i mean Mm. joe burrow is idolized Mm. there's all tiktok apparently i've been hearing from my from my wife that it's all over tiktok about these people doing funny videos of joe burrow and everyone adores him and you know i mean we all know that you know joe burrow is loved There's, there's a person in the national media that doesn't like joe burrow you've got skip bayless Harping on that he thinks Burrow's better than Mahomes. You've got quite a few analysts Colin, out there. But,
0: Colin countered. Yeah. Uh, all these people loves, that in the uh, past
1: you'd have that had been hated on the Bengals. Pat McAfee's completely changed his tune on the Bengals. And, you know, he's having Jesse Bates on the show. He's had, you know, they're all talking positively. All the Bengals look fantastic. I, I don't really understand. I mean, not everyone can just sit there and wax lyrical about the Bengals all day. But, I mean, you look at Kay Adams, another person, very prominent media figure, absolutely loving the Bengals, got the Bengals' helmet sat behind her on mm. you know, on her show. So, for the most part, it's extremely positive coverage. And it takes more than a year and a half to change years and years of the Bengals not being particularly successful. You know, we, we haven't won a Super Bowl in our t- entire time as a franchise. You know, we've only had three Super Bowl appearances in that time, of which we've lost them all. It's not been, you know, as a franchise in our history, it hasn't necessarily been the most positive thing in the world. And I'm not, like I said, one good season, and this year is also a very good season, If we, even if we lose to the Chiefs, doesn't change decades' worth of perception. So, you know, you've got to... And I think, I think that presenter is right. I think you probably do have to win it. I think that does get some, you know... um does get some respect put on you, and I think people would then say, "Yep, yeah, the Bengals have done it, they've got Joe Burrow, they've got elite talent on the, this team, fair play to them, you know, Aaron Rodgers has done it, Ben Roethlisberger did it, some of these quarterbacks in the past, like elite quarterbacks, they got there and did it, and I think, you know, you look at people that didn't do it, like Philip Rivers, you know, you talk about him, Tony mm-hmm. Romo, people mm-hmm. like that, like very good players, you know, the Hall of Famers quite probably, they didn't win the Super Bowl, and they've always got that labelled on them, so at some point, we do have to Win it. Joe Burrow is going to have to win that to force himself into the conversation of being, you know, one of the best ever, a real top elite player. So, yeah, whether it's this season, next season, five seasons' time, you know, they've got to sustain it. You can't just think that it's, you know, one and a half good seasons and people are going to be talking about us as one of the big boys and. You know all this and that i mean yeah just one other point i've I've, not gone off on a rant here son but
0: i'm just at, staying quiet the... you're off your long run go for no, it no no sorry i I'm not needed to stop for breath
1: there <laughs> <laughs> look at the amount of prime time games we've had this year yeah that is you true, know isn't? we absolutely maxed out the amount it's not like the nfl like oh, no one really fancy seeing the bengals do they
0: i mean and saying you all know, that we did ask you game. know i think they made the wrong decision in uh over the whole you know rescheduling or voiding the game and then the seeding yeah, and, i agree I agree you know and we did ask on this podcast are the NFL fit for, fit for purpose you know in that respect um uh so I disagreed with the way that they handled that situation yeah. but but you're right it's it's kind of an odd thing they, they people are picking up on every last thing however I was watching sky on um obviously watching the game on Sky, and a lot of the pundits, people that I like, you know, um, Jason Bell and Phoebe Schechter and um, and Jeff Reinbold, uh, who's great, you know, a really nice guy. But yeah. all they seem to be talking about is what the Bills are doing wrong and what uh, Josh Allen is doing wrong and not kind of focusing in on what the hell are the Bengals doing right. You know, it's it's the Bengals that are causing this dip in form this poor play from or in effect not necessarily poor because they're trying their best the Bills but just ineffective play do you know what I mean it's like right you can see a bit of bias there coming in I do think there is generally a bit of bias but what I don't and I also think when it comes to sports when when teams who haven't been successful become successful a lot of the league are so used to those regular teams and supporters of those teams who are successful tend to try and put them back in their box a little bit. Do you know what I mean? And I think there's an element yeah, of I, that I, a little I agree. bit. And that's that's the that's the, the behaviour of a bully, basically. That's what happens when uh, the bullied tries to kind of rise up and fight back. The bully will then try and you know put him or her back in their box. Do you know what I mean? I think there's an element of that going on. But um, it's also funny, this disrespect card that the Bengals have been playing, I think it only goes so far and uh, it can cross over a line into a bit of whininess. Do you know what I mean? Oh, here they go, disrespected oh, I again. So I, I'm totally, pers- this is all personal opinion, obviously, um, I'm totally down with the guys and the team and the coaches using this disrespect card to fuel motivation if it gives them a chip the size of Poland on their shoulders then yep. fantastic that's what they use for motivation but you know sometimes it can the nfl i i read a feature today on yahoo um asking whether the bengals were now villains of the the villains of the nfl which sounds ridiculous, but this guy kind of had it in his head that you know that kind of fantastic warm-up shot of Joe Boy throwing that uh, ball diagonally oh, and it yeah, went yeah, slow yeah. motion as he turned his body. It's fantastic. I thought it looked really cool. Um, but he said, "Look at him. Look how smug and arrogant he is." And blah. It's like, well, it's not Joe Boy's fault. It was, he didn't make this film. The NFL did. Hold on a minute. And then he was saying Zach Taylor's smug for his sarcastic comments against the NFL and blah blah blah. So there's a narrative. There is a narrative already out there, and goodness me, isn't sports fast-moving and fast-paced when it comes to the media and narratives changing and and the perception of teams and all the rest of it. Uh, already, there's people going, "Oh, those Bengals—they're just whining again about disrespect and." Villain, you know, they're kind of, you know, maybe they're not the good guys anymore. Um, I mean, frankly, do, do you know ultimately, we... who cares? I just want us to win a bloody Super Bowl and I just want us to, but I ju- I've just found this week quite interesting, basically.
1: Do, do you know what the problem is now, though, and it's rich coming from me saying this, but again, at least we've been doing it for five years consistently, 201 episodes, blah, blah, blah. But the problem is now everyone's got a platform and everyone needs to fill it and people yeah. that try and monetize yeah, yeah. these things, I think they know full well and you look around the NFL every single week Some, you know, loudmouth man or woman um, across a lot of these platforms wants to come up with a spicy take. Like that guy, the betting guy, I don't know who he is, but it's obviously Eric Weddle. And then this guy that does some sort of like sports gambling segment saying, oh, the Bengals never going to win it. Bengals aren't good at this, aren't good at that. The irony is for him, no one really would have known who that geezer was before he gives some hot take, you know, deliberately probably spiced up a bit to elicit responses should it come, you know, it be seen as like a freezing cold take. And all of a sudden he's getting tweeted, he's getting a lot of abuse, he's getting people calling him names, he's getting this and that. For what was just simply a take on a sports game, ultimately, you know, when you start Ben oh, he looks like he's in his mother's basement, he's a nerd, he's a dweeb, and you know you start calling people names it, I mean it all goes a bit too far like yeah. quite a bit too far but there are just so many people out there now, now you've got the, the introduction of betting into the game in the US, that just comes with it all these new pundits and tipsters and people selling tips and you know people wanting to say oh I reckon this is going to happen because of this and it does become a bit sickening a bit overwhelming at times I think in terms of where you get your coverage from and Ultimately, being dramatic, being a bit over the top, being a bit in your face seems to work, especially in the States. You know, you look at Skip Bayless and yeah, how successful he yeah, was, Shannon true. Sharp.
0: There's
1: yeah. that bald-headed geezer in New York. I can't remember his name, but he goes off. You look at Pat McAfee. He's loud, outspoken. He's got a vest on. his shout and He's stood up. You know, that kind of stuff, for whatever reason, you know, seems to work quite well. So. You're yeah i mean at the end tape. of the day
0: people are free to do what they want do you know what i mean but I, I just found it quite interesting it doesn't quite fit in my own personal opinions i just i just 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 live short, it you just it in- just a cup
1: of tea your slippers on you know it's a cold <laughs> evening in London. you just want to read a nice cincinnati Inquirer tabloid uh, sorry broadsheet newspaper exactly flick it over have a nice little read of a paul doherty article smoke on your pipe drink of your rum and off the bed
0: exactly this sounds like the perfect evening, except Paul's retired now, so it'll have to be Charlie or Kelsey, won't it? Uh, equally as good. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting one. I mean, I, again, I don't. Anyway, whatever, who cares? I think that, especially when you get to this stage, it doesn't happen very often. Enjoy it, feel the joy. 100%. Don't, 100%. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I, I say I'm not telling anyone how to, you know, do whatever on Twitter. You know, that's that's not what I'm here for. And neither would I do that, but it's just—it's just been an interesting week, I think. And I'm just—I'm just still reveling. I'm trying to revel. This is the thing. I'm trying to revel in yeah. that performance on Sunday, which is up there with arguably the best ever Bengals performance. And yeah. all I read on social media is just people sniping at each other, and it's just like, hold on a minute, we've we forgotten what happened on Sunday. Yeah, I um, that, that's,
1: that's a really good way to.
0: So anyway, I would, I'm i going to continue to bathe in the luxurious, uh, lovely, scented bubble bath that is the Bengals' spectacular march to the Super Bowl. What uh, sort of
1: aromas is this bath? You well, have? you know,
0: there's a bit of, uh, a bit of uh, red fruit in there, but there's a bit of musk, I think, uh, slightly. I like, <laughs> I like the burnt uh, tobacco stroke leather smell. <laughs> uh and a little bit chocolatey and Oof. uh some sort of varnish or creosote at the... sounds
1: like a bayless and harding
0: <laughs> no concoction. oh god no i'm a radox man other other uh okay. <laughs> other bath uh bubble bath i
1: could see you as um i do a, like a bath though. kind you, of bad i what i what you know those original sauce the quite bright coloured ones no mint.
0: I don't like them they're too fruity it's like uh, it's like they're, they're like sticking a lollipop in the bath do you know what I mean it's like and also I don't want a smell of mint who wants the smell of mint yeah, it's quite refreshing isn't it it is but yeah. not in the winter you want something deep and musky and A little bit. Whoa! Come on.
1: Such a such a man man seeping
0: into your muscles and working them sinews and and uh, I do like I I do like a
1: too much this year. I tell you.
0: I tell you what I do like a bath. I don't mind telling you. like a hot bath where uh, where the whole bathroom is completely steamed up and condensation dripping off the ceiling. And me, you know, in that bath, just going, oh, that's all right. Little fine lady at the bar. Little a what?
1: You and a fine lady in the bath, eh?
0: Oh goodness me, that that would be uh, that would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, she can uh... hand imprint on the on the window. Oh, hey. oh, on the window! I thought you were going to say something else. Then you dirty devil. Um... Right, I think the best thing to do, Nathan, is get off this subject because I'm becoming quite aroused, and um, <laughs> we should probably Listen, we'll
1: try and like lift you up a bit after all the, you know, all the sniping on Twitter. That was a yeah. nice little step, to yeah. you up a bit. Um,
0: so we're going to have a meet up this weekend for the AFC Championship game. It's going to be again in the AFC. Again, it's going to be in the uh, Marlebone Sports Bar and Grill kick off obviously this side of the pond is 11:30 p.m uh they do have a late license uh so don't worry about uh beer so you'll be able to buy your booze uh throughout the game um we're going to be gathering there from about 11 o'clock i think everyone's no doubt going to be napping heavily during sunday in preparation for the big game and it was just a case i didn't know whether people would be up for it because it is uh not a great time for uk Fans and um, and it the consensus seemed to be after the game on Sunday. Maybe it was just because we won and alcohol had been taken um, that people were up for it. So hopefully, you know, there's going to be a few people there. I think uh, even if it's just me and whoever else, uh, it's enough for a party. Uh, but if it's just me, I'm like, you there. So I'm being you locked in till three in the morning. Exactly. It's a scary thought, Nathan, I've got to say. But uh, so, yeah, do come down. Marlebone Sports Bar and Grill um, from 11 o'clock. And uh, yeah, I mean, another Super Bowl run. I have my sort of players of the year all racked up, ready to go. Uh, Of course, uh, Pub of Honour will get its inductees for 2022 stroke 23. Um, But that's all on hold. Obviously, I believe the Senior Bowl uh, is like next weekend i think which is insane um or is it uh, it might be the 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 in between the championship games uh yeah yeah so it will be next weekend won't it yeah um i haven't i've only done three mock drafts nathan what is going on by this stage i'm normally into like double digits but
1: uh it is it is nice at this time of year when the season rolls on quite nicely because otherwise you sort of sat there in the dumps you're not really Watching, I always struggle to watch the playoffs after the Bengals are out. It always, yeah. you know, makes me a bit jealous. But it is nice. Like last year, like I know. Obviously, we lost in the Super Bowl, but keep the season alive, and your interest peaked until like what, nearly mid-February. It does make the off-season just feel that bit shorter, doesn't it? Like a nice sort of six weeks or so. Especially if you're out of contention at the back end of the year, like we were in previous years. You sort of, you know, you're kind of fed up and you're waiting for next season already in early December. So the fact that you know the season's still alive and kicking. Um, towards the end of January going into February he's very very well received
0: I'm still thinking about baths actually um, to be honest with you I like a bath so hot you get out and you're pink I'm like a little pink piglet when I get out
1: uh, uh, I'm not a fan of a bath son I've got to be honest I I mean I'm not against too much hassle for me
0: do you mean hassle? It's a beautiful thing. Just got
1: to pour it and stick a load of stuff in there, and then. Do you mean stick know, a? Like,
0: you just got to pour a, a like a capful of I bubble just, bath just, or salts, just, yeah. uh, if you're into that. And just, uh, you know, you I mean I understand you're a fast-moving media sort of guy. You haven't got time for baths. You're just a quick swill with a I under the, like under a, a tap, tub. aren't you? And I love uh,
1: a hot tub. But then that's a bit different, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I guess so. It's not really something
1: particularly readily available in the UK for many people. Um, Very true. We don't like hot tubs really in the UK much, do we? They're a bit more of a US thing.
0: Well, in so, Iceland, so, if you go to Iceland, that's their. You know, like if you go to Scandinavia, the sauna is the thing. I thought. I thought even the supermarket. No, no, you're not going go yeah, to go so to Iceland. Was, the supermarket yeah, yeah. and oh look, there's a hot tub <laughs> in the corner. I'll just sit there while I order my fish fingers it's
1: and like flogging like hot tubs for like ninety nine quid or something.
0: Wouldn't be surprised. Audi do that kind of business, don't they? So um, anyway. Right, I think the best thing to do is go through your correspondence. Thank you so much for uh, getting in touch. And uh, more news, actually. The Bengals UK Twitter feed has hit 10,000 followers. And I genuinely, when we all started this, I genuinely didn't think uh, we could get there. It just seemed like such an unachievable number. Do you know what I mean? It was was just crazy to me, especially when you see... You know, other fan groups like Green Bay and and Kansas City and Miami uh, with well over 10,000. Obviously, the Jags being the Jags, they've got over 20,000, I think, from memory. Uh, It's like, we can never get there, can we? Can we? Or maybe we can! We can! We did. And we did it today. Very uh, gratifying. So thanks so much for everyone. As I mentioned in the tweet, you know, even if you've just liked or retweeted a tweet You're part of this community. You're part... You're engaging with us and the community. And obviously, if you listen to these stupid podcasts with me and Nathan, and if you listen or come along to uh, the online tailgates to see Moz with his beer reviews and Adam with his fantasy recommendations and all the musical guests that we have on, uh, I know they haven't been as frequent this year. Um, Things have been really busy for one reason or another. Um... And also, you know, if you've come to the meetups, do you know what I mean? They are the lifeblood of this community. Then, you know, you're all part of this. So it's just an amazing achievement, I think, personally. Uh, I'm really uh, – I felt really um, – I felt a bit warm and fuzzy today. So thank you very much.
1: Uh, it's 200, 200 episodes of the podcast one week, 10,000 followers on Twitter the next. It's incredible, incredible achievements all around, isn't Milestones it? Milestones um, all yeah. over
0: the shop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you. We'll carry on, obviously. You can get in touch with us at Houday underscore UK on Twitter. And, uh, obviously, uh, we've got Instagram. Um, brilliant Amy looking after our Instagram feed, Bengals underscore UK, I think that is. Bengals UK on Facebook as well. And Obviously, as the team are winning, uh, there's more interest and there's more uh, desire to check us out and follow us. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. All great stuff. What a time to be a Bengals fan, basically. That's what it comes down to. What a time to be a Bengals fan. Just lap it up. Enjoy every moment. Savour every second of this. Because, as you know, sport is cyclical. And, you know, the wheel will turn at some point again for us. But at this moment in time, lap it up. Drink it up. Get Absolutely hammered on whatever it is we're drinking yeah. at the moment because it's all good fun. All
1: to it, it sounds like for you, Sam.
0: I know i have not been drinking tonight either. Uh, Michael Smith at conniving underscore crow. Solid hand. Hopefully you're going to be very generous with your solid handles today, oh, Nathan. Absolutely. I'm feeling confident. That t- conniving crow is the first one. Exactly. Uh, I'm feeling confident the team will execute and counter whatever Kansas City do. Bengals to keep pace and win at the gun with a McPherson, 54 yard at the Bills game will go down in Bengals legend and it's going to be the catalyst for our Super Bowl win. Duncan at Dastardly Duncan, uh, Solid handle. incredible game, we stopped Buffalo being Buffalo in Buffalo, that takes some doing, absolutely. And I'm gonna try and get through as many of these as possible, so apologies in advance. Andrew Dockerell at dockers seventy-seven. Wow, just wow. Never felt good last week about the game. And from kickoff it just never truly felt in doubt. Um When do we get uh, When do we get upset we aren't coming back to back champs? Um it's true, isn't it? I mean expectation builds after wins like this and suddenly you expect to Get to the playoffs and yeah. get to the championship game. It's it's really interesting, isn't it? Memphis, Soul, Stewart, uh, Stewart, Baird, six, eight, eight. That O line seems to have some energy. Run games seem to be really working with it. Work is getting in the way of my social life. Well, hopefully you can make uh, uh, our Super Bowl party if and when we get there, Stew. Jamie Trek at Trequart Beaster. Oh, how bloody good was that? Everything went right. Just dominant from start to finish. There's not a person that would bet against us doing it against the Chiefs. Stuart Davis at Stu Davis. Just big respect to Lou Anarumo. I feel he's been the game saver and changer when we needed it as the season has gone on. We're in Super Bowl form and we're looking confident. Just bring Sunday on and let's keep riding. Slam Dunk at Slam Dunk The Funk. Solid handle. If I'm honest, I didn't expect us to be that dominant in Buffalo. Almost a perfect game. Uh, on to Arrowhead, our, our, our no fear. We did it last year we'll do it again on Sunday. Long John Silver under centre for KC, but book this down as another Bengals victory. Sean Tyler at Sean Tyler UK. I can't get used to this. <laughs> After decades of mediocrity at best, Crushing everybody's Super Bowl favourites in their own snowy backyard was like an out-of-body experience. Well, Chris Hood at two days CP. It was an odd night. I cheered the first two touchdowns and the final interception. But in between, I was in a serene numbness. But just accepting we're really this good... That you can just sit back, chill, and nod your head appreciatively. Yes, good point. Martin at Dorset, Bengal. Jackson, calming, laying the wood. CTB flying through the air. Hearst channeling Kratos from God of War. A record audience of 45 million tuned in to watch Super Joe Burrow do his thing. Uh, They have everyone's attention. The time is now, lads. Uh, All at Duke of Panache. Solid handle. Throllicking. If I ever saw what a team. What a coaching staff. If they can do it two more times, I might explode. As a defensive guy at heart. The C T B breakout and the Mike Hilton fourth quarter all my personal highest highlights. Uh the Bengal uh the Bengal Smurfette at Trina Ann. Um four one four. Four one one even I kind of feel like a cup of tea now. Well, you don't look like one, Trina. Eh? Eh? <laughs> anyway, right. Um, Dan Waite at DNKW. I thought we had a decent chance, but it didn't cross my mind once that we could be so dominant. Incredible statement performance from us. What an exciting time to be a fan. And that's it. I don't think anybody was perhaps surprised that we won, because I think most people thought we had a, we had a chance, right? I thought if we were going to win, it would be a real kind of toe-to-toe job and we'd nick it it at the last, do you know what I mean? That was my thinking, and I think that echoes a lot of people out there, but didn't need it, (laughs) didn't need it. Chris Roberts at 1066. Chris, Uh, it's about time we were shown some respect. All the hyperbole around the Chiefs-Bills games with tickets already in sale was so disrespectful we are the current AFC champs, and we go into the divisional championship game with no fear. They got to play us, exactly. I would say though that that's kind of what happens before every AFC championship game. Yeah, that's, like, that that goes good, back to the
1: old disrespecting, doesn't it? Because they weren't they selling tickets for the Bengals against the Jags as well?
0: Yeah, I mean this, well, this is what happens, yeah, but it gets yeah. picked up, and I think it was because it was on the neutral site that got people yes. riled up, and yeah. they mean, made a big deal of it as well. Yeah, I do want this is a separate issue and a separate discussion point for another a later date. But I do wonder whether they are gearing up for neutral Uh, site AFC Championship games. You know, that's a whole can of worms. But anyway, I hope they don't do it. Sean at Disciple of Ange, how the hell did we get here so fast? Well, there we go. Good players, good coaching indomitable spirit i think and, and never say uh, die never say lose attitude and confidence and experience and all those weird intangible things that you're not really quite sure that goes into making a winning team this team is displaying that i think um right um rye cp513 at rye cp513 first time corner i think right welcome Feeling pretty good about nearly it.
1: Really Really a shocking handle that was.
0: Well, you know, let's be welcoming, Nathan. Come on. That's why.
1: That's why I didn't do it. So that's why mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I took one step back there.
0: Despite Eli Apple yammering on all Yammer. unnecessary like and being a total nugget, despite that, feel like we're on the prowl, lads. I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree. Raw but sh- solid first tweet. A solid tweet. Yeah, you give him or her. I'm not sure if if Rye is a, is. A, is a guy or a girl or whatever. Um, um, <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, Rob Hill at surely this season. Uh, Solid hand. For the opposition, weather, playoffs, etc. That's the best I've seen as play. Even left points out there. Still can't quite get over it. Mm. Coach Chris Allen at Allen underscore Chris 77. Uh, suddenly shocked to realise that we've been cheering the best team in the league this year. I think we can beat the Chiefs, but it will not be a surprise any longer. Richard Murgatroyd at Richard Murg90. I've been on Mixon's back all year, but he balled behind the O-line. CTB was fantastic. His suplex tackle in the first quarter really set the standard for the D. I'm confident yeah, going into Sunday. Shot. It'll still be a challenge, but I think we have the mental edge over KC. Uh, Ken Troop at Super Trooper64. Solid handle uh, what a performance against the Bills, and what a night! It will be a really tough game on Sunday, but we have the experience from last year. We have an even better team, and most importantly, we have the coaches. Winning makes believers believers of us all. Mega Farter at Mega Farter B, shocking handle Oh, he's not being generous with with you, Scott, tonight. I'm afraid. Uh, was a bit pissed on Sunday, so watch it back again yesterday morning. Magnificent performance. Absolutely nothing. To fear in Arrowhead, uh, we're on our way. Steve at Cincy underscore Jungle. Uh, if the Bengals bring it to KC like they did in Buffalo, I'm not very worried at all. However, you can never count them out. Um, very true. Uh, Steve uh, Sam Reeve at Johnny Prong, solid handle. As uh, Mike Florio said on Pro Football Talk, Joe Mixon show us something, and the run game was firing right from the gun, including Samaje and the revamped uh, O-line. Big shout-out to Mike Hilton. Duncan at Dunkster. O2. Sunday was a complete uh, performance on both sides of the ball, as you'll see. Total den- domination.
1: A lot of first-time callers here tonight, oh, no.
0: Tom Lawrence at Tommy Jalapeno. Solid handle. Great performance. Much more relaxed Sunday night than I expected. Reaccione. Reaction. Ole, ole, ole. Damid Russell. Also says a total team performance. Um, John Darrow, John Darrow 15, um, praises Joe Mixon once again and the O-line and and Frank Pollack for a great job well done. John Ward, John Ward 31, hello John, another complete game and John loves that. A A masterclass of game planning and execution, he says. Um zeitgeist auto at zeitgeist auto
1: um, solid handle
0: first i call very interesting to see the media reaction there were always a few who kept it honest about how good we were. now there's a total consensus that we are one if not the most complete team in the nfl and we'll be super bowl contenders for a long time all right steady on zeitgeist paul at p car burns um, it's going to be a long evening early hours out of the morning uh, on Sunday, Monday, for Troy... It's <laughs> oh, a cracker coming up! Oliver at fearful underscore flapjack. Um... Solid <laughs> handle. <laughs> There's definitely
1: a record for solid Oh, today.
0: Unbelievable. Uh, Bengals look unstoppable at the moment. The Chiefs will be a hard game, but I'm confident. And our old friend Killian, Killian at uh, Malloy underscore double zero it's just all a bit bonkers, isn't it? I don't think it's truly sitting what we've done (laughs) and still can do this season, just enjoying it all. Things like this don't happen to teams like us very often. What a team, what a group of players. I think that's absolutely true, but I think it's... When you say teams like us, I think we have to get used to the idea that we're not like that team anymore. We are, you know, tables are turning. As I say, it's it's a different breed of big cat at the moment. And... um, well, it's uh, a jolly, it's a jolly good feeling, I think. So, previsioni, previsioni, ole, ole, ole. I enjoyed that. Did you? Oh, I quite enjoyed it. Too. Mm. Uh, Nathan, Kansas City, a lot being made. Obviously, I don't think it does. I've, you never want to see players injured, especially at this. You want to play the best when you get to this stage. Um, but it is going to be interesting to see how Mahomes fares on the ankle, even if it takes away that mobility and his, his, his ability to escape the pocket and extend plays. And, you know, he's it's going to be difficult for him. There's no getting around that, you know. Um, uh, but what he can do, he can still do all that crazy sidelines, uh, sidearm stuff and he can still do, you know, ridiculous throws downfield. So, you know i wouldn't count him out altogether that's uh, he's still going to be oh, no. you know he's still going to be absolutely going for it and uh, and when pat Mahomes has got the bit between his teeth it's um you know it's a scary thing so but i, I think you're right i think the the, the correspondents those guys who've just written in i think they're right you know we, we shouldn't be scared and i don't think they will be because just because they've been into our head before you know, almost a year to the day and done the business. You know, why should they be scared? They, The defense yeah. is playing fantastically well. Um, I would imagine that Lou has got something cooked up quite interesting for Mahomes. Uh, obviously, Kelsey is key to stopping them. Um, you know, um, uh, Pacheco's pretty good. Uh, I've been imp- really impressed with him in the backfield. McKinnon looked really good for a quarter against us in that regular season game. So they've got players that can hurt us and no doubt we will give up some big plays and dare I say it, some points. But um, the regular season game was quite interesting, wasn't it? Because again it was like, it was close and then we just kind of outlasted them. It wasn't like a, yeah. a squeaky bum thing like the the year before. It was we beat them because we were the better team and um, and I wonder if that's going to happen again.
1: Yeah. The Bengals, I said this at the start of the year, and i said it a few times throughout the year, they remind me a bit of a team that is able to go into another gear, find another gear when it matters against a good team. And you see in soccer, that happened quite a lot in the Champions League. Like, you'll see a good team might turn up, beat AC Milan, 4-0 in the Champions League, but then, and you know... Like Man City, for example, might lose at home to Brentford 2-1. Like You think, how, how has that happened? But when it really matters, the big games are on and you know the lights are on and you know you're playing a top opposition, sometimes those elite players know that they can't have an off day, they can't take their foot off the gas. And no matter how good of an athlete you are, you're prone to off days. But I do think this team, and they've shown it, You know, they showed it last year in the playoffs, they showed it this year in the playoffs, they showed it this year against Kansas City – but they also have showed on the other side of the coin against poor teams. I honestly, I know this sounds silly, I'd probably rather play Mahomes than Chad Henney because I just think going to, that would be the sort of classic Bengals things to do. You know, Chad Henney came into the game against the Jags at that great drive, completed five passes, did the job, got the touchdown, came out of the game. You look at the Bengals at the start of the year playing Mason Rudolph and Cooper bloody rush at the Cowboys, struggled, didn't look very good, lost both games. Now, it would just be an ultimate Bengals thing to do to play Chad
0: Henny and him carve them up. But as I say, are we past that us, now? Is the, this is... not a well, different Bengals know. team? Because obviously. No,
1: but I think you'd have the absolute potential if yeah. Mahomes was ruled out and they said, look, his ankle's worse than we thought. He can't play on it. It's dangerous. You know, it's not happening. Chad Henny's your starter. I just think that potentially, I'm not saying it would happen, it could do though that the Bengals might think, "Oh yeah, well, you know, they've got one eye on the Super Bowl already. We've got is it the Chiefs or um is it the 49ers or the Eagles?" I just think knowing they've got Mahomes, MVP quality player, you know, able to do damage. He'll be at a run after a week he'll be juiced up on painkillers and he'll be have all the best tape around his ankle and stuff that you put on F1 cars. He'll be he'll be more mobile. Oh, no, 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 than you a what do you mean? Stuff
0: on F1 cars? What's what, what you talking?
1: Well, about? you know like that the ridiculous like high level stuff they you know put on all these like you know athletes and stuff and all the high value stuff they put on you know like an F1 didn't you like all the fancy bits of gear they put on the cars and stuff yeah, he's and not quality. a car though
0: he's a human well, I know, but it's
1: yeah, anyway, yeah, okay. So, Your
0: yeah. uh, point is he's got the he's got access to the very best medical hell. He, yeah, and
1: he, I'm not. It's sprain, high ankle sprain is a high ankle sprain. It's going to probably limit him a bit, but the adrenaline of playing in the AFC title game plus all of that put together, I think he'll be a lot more mobile than people think. He'll probably be all right. So you want to take him seriously. I think the Bengals are play a better game taking him seriously and not thinking that you know they've got a bit of an easier get, ride against Chad Henney. So. It's all. It's due to be a spectacular game. I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they were last year. I think they do miss Tyreek Hill. I think he yeah, was I the X yeah. factor. I yeah. think their are the receiving core. They've got quite a few good players. Kadarius Tony looks like a fairly good addition.
0: Yeah, they're but he, Shins, they're but using yeah. him. They're using him a lot, aren't they? Actually, um. yeah,
1: but he's, they get him involved and stuff. And Ju, I, I, I hate to say it, and everyone hates him, and I pretty, much, I don't like him either. But Juju Smith just is not a bad player, and like, he will want to turn up and play well against us. Obviously, in the past game MBS you mentioned, as his well. son. Jerick McKinnon is dangerous. Um, Valdez Scantling, I don't think he's great, but he's a bit of a deep threat now and again. So they're a good team and I don't think they've got, I think they missed that elite speed with Tyreek Hill to stretch the field. Um, I think Lou's going to have to sit there and say, look, what can we do about Travis Kelsey? Because he was the sole reason they won that game last week. 14 catches. I think he had 10 catches by half time or something silly. Um, you know, he basically single handedly won me my fantasy football championship this year. (laughs) Um, just being as consistent as he is every week. So that's the real threat from them. Pacheco could be a threat. I think their run games look quite good. He's he's able to rip you know off some decent yardage in the run game. But I would argue that's been one of the Bengals' big strengths this year. So mm. it's definitely going to be a good game. I think from our end, Joe Boy's due a monster game. And I don't want to like – he's been quite professional. And I say it every week. Mm. He doesn't give the ball away. He doesn't fumble the ball. There's no silly interceptions. There's no pick sixes. And he continues to play like that. But he hasn't had a monster three fifty four hundred 400 yards, sling it out, for touchdowns. So I wouldn't rule him coming out and having a monster game. We've got fit when it matters. All of our weapons are there for this AFC, AFC title game. I know we're a bit weak on the line, but in terms of, you know, your Well, that's there, going to be
0: interesting, Chris, yeah. uh, Chris Jones, how they play against Chris Jones, because obviously yeah, he can be a game that's game-maker. a very good point he that, can be, and of course very... we're playing against Carlos Dunlap if we lose yeah. if we lose Carlos goes to the super bowl you know and that would cap a hell of a career for him uh, obviously he's not going to go to the super bowl cuz we're going to win but yeah i tend to agree and i do wonder whether Andy Reid or Spaggs will um try and do their best to take cuz what Joe Boy has been doing recently he's been god he is morphing into tom brady he's just been Check down, over the middle, yeah. intermediate, yeah. lovely little just keep the chain pure West Coast, just keep the chains yeah. moving. Five yards here, two. Nowhere to near him. as many
1: deep balls. Nowhere near as many no, deep balls. Not last many year, it was much more sort of like yeah, last year there's a lot of big balls down the field and it'd be sort of stop start, stop, start, seventy yard touchdown. But this year I think he has been a lot more efficient and a bit yeah. more. And that's when why we... I think
0: we're probably a better team uh, in terms of, you know, being more rounded and consistent, like you say. Yeah. Um, um, I do wonder, though, if you start bringing your safeties up or crowding that box in the middle, then you're going to leave some spaces behind, and you better watch out, because T and Chase and and all the rest of them will um, will find themselves in acres of space, hopefully. So, Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's just going to take another fantastic performance. Let's face it. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be bang up for it. They will have, you know, they've been. They're going to be listening to people telling them that the Bengals have beaten them three times in a row. Uh, They're going to be bang up for like, you know, revenge. And um, that Justin
1: Reed, after all the shit everyone gave him last time
0: for saying exactly, about and you know they're, they're, that was yeah. that was justified because he was being a bit of a dick, to be honest with you. But um, you know they have got good players, but I you say I don't think I think defensively they do give you a chance. And uh, you look at Jacksonville, they yep. repeatedly carved them open, uh, but then when the game was on the line again, a good team does this; they step up into a different gear and they put things to bed and they they snuff out any any fires or any problems and that's what that chiefs uh, defense did but they're going to be super amped up for this week so um yeah we're gonna have to wait and see and play extremely well i think but God, who's to say? I mean, we could well be staring down the face of el- not only eleven wins in the row which, in a row, which is just ridiculous. But yeah. we we could be looking at a Super Bowl and back to back Do you know how hard that is to get to back to back Super
1: Bowls? I I was going to say, and I think like you were saying earlier, and you've nailed it. You've got to drink this in. I mean, this is this is outrageous that we've got here. We've got to the playoffs, which in itself and we get to the
0: AFC Championship game back to back. I mean you look at the no, Chiefs. This is, the, this is their fifth yeah. straight AFC championship game, which no, is I a know. hell of an achievement.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is our but second I mean, in a row.
0: That is a hell of an achievement. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. amazing.
1: We've got a <laughs> we've got a Sunday night to sit there and watch a football game. The the ramifications of a win are oh, we are back in the Super Bowl, like you said. And I remember after the Super Bowl loss last year, we we're all gutted, we we're all deflated, and you see obviously two teams go to the Super Bowl every year. And it does take a lot for teams to get back. It is not just a given. There there's so many things that need to mm. align for you to go yeah, to a yeah, Super Bowl. Yeah. Injuries being a very key component of that, which we just about weathered that this year it looked a bit rough at some points when you lost cheeto and um a couple of other people went down and they came Chase, back dj
0: and, for four yeah three, exactly four weeks, you know but they,
1: they've gone back when it matters you gotta have a bit of luck along the way you've got well you i know, have
0: to say i don't think anybody can point the finger at us this year and say you were lucky because no, the strength of no, schedule the strength of it. schedule yeah no, um i agree Injuries have been, I mean, the way I think a lot of credit has to go to the coaching staff and the medical staff actually for managing these injuries. Yeah, actually, yeah. um, a nine yeah. away games, nine away games, ten in a row. I mean, no one can point the finger at us and say we were lucky. We are genuinely, if we win the Super Bowl, I think we can safely say we were the best team in the league. Um, yes, I agree. You yeah, know, I agree. No messing this agree. time, no messing. So yeah, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Obviously, we've got a game to win this Sunday. Uh listen, as as me and Nathan keep repeating, this this doesn't although ha- oh, it's just happened again, <laughs> obviously, it might not happen again for a while. So just just enjoy it wherever you watch the game. Get your best food up, get your best drink up, get your best jersey on, you know, get yourself in your favorite comfy chair. Uh, Wake the neighbours at three in the morning when when hopefully we'll we'll have won. Just enjoy every moment of it. And um, for those of you coming to the meal, we'll see you there on Sunday. Um, So, yeah, enjoy it. Good luck to everyone. We'll see you on the other side. It's likely to be next Tuesday again next week. uh, I'll be coming back late uh, from London again on Monday. Um, But listen, uh, enjoy it. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Uh, let's get everything crossed. Uh, it's, what, again, an exciting, exciting time to be a Bengals fan. Uh, have the best time on Sunday and we'll speak to you next week. Uh, so, with that in mind, it is a who day from me.
1: And a who day from me. Cheers, guys.
0: Right, before I do say a final goodbye, I have to admit something to you. I've screwed up twice in this episode and I can't be bothered to go back and edit the bits in because it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm tired. Uh, so first things first, it's not episode 201. <laughs> it's 202. Dearing me, what's going on? And also I must apologise, I didn't mention the Manchester meetup. We held two meetups on uh, Sunday, one in London, which I was that obviously, and I was quite happy to talk about. But uh, we also had another meetup in Manchester at the Brotherhood. So I just want to uh, give a shout out to all those guys and girls who went to the Brotherhood, and I understand they had a fantastic time as well. So uh, it's like it's like a newspaper when they make a mistake and they have to print a bit of an apology or an amendment or something like that. So I'm take this as one of them so apologies it is actually episode 202 and apologies to those in manchester it's great that we were able to uh, stage meetups in the north and the south of the country because that's what it's all about the name well the clue is in the name it's bengals uk and uh, it's not just about london Uh, it's about uh, everyone uh, both north and south east and west and all that kind of stuff and uh, yes, and there will be more meetups in Manchester and hopefully Scotland again. We had a great time back there. Anyway, I'll shut up now. It's bedtime. Good night.